going to the chapel and we're gonna get buried. Sorry, no one should have been subjected to me singing. All right, so we're headed from the uh, manor of the Burgomaster, Burgomaster, and the home of Irina and Ismark. <clears throat> and we're carrying the body of the Burgomaster up to the chapel. Uh, E5 and E6, the chapel and the cemetery. Sounds, uh, sounds peaceful. Right now, uh, not to be too much of a gamer about it, but the thing is, I'm pretty sure the only way to get XP in the game is to make and complete vows. Free all of Barovia from Strahd is epic and everything, but it's not going to be meat on the table anytime soon, if ever. Complete it. I need to keep doing small things, keep doing um, side quests, if you like. Um, <clears throat> so, a troublesome bow, troublesome vow to bury the Burgomaster. On the one hand, Aha, you have to carry him all the way across town with a big tough adventure you are. But on the other hand, the job is exactly as tough as I choose to make it. I can sort of elite over pretty much everything else that happens in town and just get to the road up to the castle in about a paragraph. I could just jump from there to, you know, Strahd. But I don't learn or gain anything of that, for, so, you know, why not have some fun with it? So I'm going to swear an Iron Vow to, uh, you know... Bury the Burgomaster. Um, swear an iron vow when you swear upon iron to complete a quest. Write your vow and give the quest a rank. Then roll plus heart. If you make this vow to a person or community with whom you share a bond, you get to add plus one. So, which is good. My goal is clear. Um, all right. And my roll is good, which is great. I get a strong hit. My goal is clear. No complications like, we can't bury him here. It's not hallowed ground anymore or anything like that. And, you know, plus two momentum brings me to a max of 10 right now. So, Yay. So I envision myself and Ismark uh, walking slowly up the street towards the church on either end of a beer. Um, Irina flanks us, you know, looking pensive, but resolved. Those two up there. There we go. Brother and sister doing their thing. Uh, since this is actually attached to a vow, I need to make some kind of progress here. Some sort, you know, overcome certain challenges. That means challenges. Uh, first thing I can imagine is the possibility of more interference from the village. Either more superstitious, angry villagers... You know, they wouldn't help bury their Burgomaster in the first place. Maybe they don't want to see him buried at all for fear that it's going to make Strahd angry. Maybe some Vistani. Maybe something worse. We'll see. To reflect that, I'm going to face danger, which is um, Iron Sworn's sort of catch-all move for I'm doing something generally risky for which there is not a better, more specific move. Um, and I'm going to face danger using Heart, because I'm, this is my loyalty and my courage as we carried this dead man through town in front of pretty much everybody. Um, the move looks like this. You go. <clears throat> I mean, the argument's been made that in a lot of the Powered by the Apocalypse games, you could basically play the entire game with, uh, you know, face danger or some the equivalent of face danger and one other move for rituals and you're pretty much good to go uh, for long, you know, something to handle long projects and something for face danger. I suppose, probably. Um, that's probably true. Um, so certainly one as flexible as this where you can use pretty much any stat. That's great. Anyway, let's see what I get. Right. So that's, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about that. The challenge was strong, eight and a five, uh, but I overcame. I've been, I, at this point, I had been pondering moving uh, Brigitte's stats to the challenging stat array. Um, there's, a, there's a particular stat array that you can default to in Ironsworn, where you get a three in your best stat, your next two good stats are twos, and your last two good stats, your last two stats are ones. Uh, what they've suggested for solo play, if you don't want to be frustrated a lot, is to switch that to four for your best stat, two threes, and two twos. Um, 
Um, so it really hasn't made that much of a difference. A much bigger difference for me would be if um, Secure and Advantage gets better. That would be the difference that would make the whole game a lot more approachable at the solo level. So anyway, um, I haven't switched that array. I'm still working with 32211. Anyway, so I mark three, bo three boxes on this vow to bury the Burgomaster. But other than that, the benefits to me are kind of slim because the momentum that I get from it... Uh, I'm already maxed out. Um, atop a slight rise from the town stands a gray, sagging edifice of stone and wood. This church has weathered the assaults of evil for centuries on end and is worn and weary. The bell tower hangs to one side. Its strident call has long since been silenced. Flickering lights shine through holes burned through the sh roof shingles. The rafters strain to maintain their burden. The church is interior is a shambles with overturned and broken benches littering the floor and at a claw scarred altar toward the far end stands a priest there's donovic <clears throat> now donovic has apparently been praying and chanting throughout the night for weeks he spends each night every night warding off evil from his church and he has fallen asleep at his altar so I need some information from this guy on several topics I'm going to gather information with a plus one for the community bond and Basically, play it from there. It's kind of funny that I mentioned this. So as soon as I say, I've never had a situation where having one more point in the stats would have made a difference, uh, this happens. So I rolled a one, basically. Plus two for my wits gets me to a three, and plus one from uh, the community bond gets me to a four. The challenge dice were a four and a six. I didn't beat even one of the dice, but I have a momentum of 10, which means if I burn my momentum, well, we'll get to that in a second. So my dice are saying maybe I should change my stat array, whatever. I don't want to snag the story at this point on this guy, so I'm going to burn my momentum to get a strong hit instead of a match. So what burning momentum does, this is the first opportunity we've had a chance to talk about this. What burning momentum does is it lets you uh, cancel out any of the challenge dice that are lower than your current momentum. So it's worth noting that the highest your momentum can go is 10. The highest the dice can roll in the challenge dice is a 10. So you can't get rid of 10 on the challenge dice. If the challenge dice are 10s, doesn't matter how much momentum you got, you're stuck with it. But if you have a lot of momentum, it can make a big difference because it cancels out those dice. And that's a little bit different than you beat them. All you can do is get rid of those dice. Uh, so momentum, going to burn that. Uh, to give myself, it still gives me a strong hit, which is great. Um, and I, you know, I want to keep moving on this thing, so I'm going to gather information. So, there we go. I imagine him not being too enthused about our plans. It takes a lot of energy to convince him to help us out and all, and and thus be involved. So it it kills my momentum, right? Knocks my momentum back down to a two. Um, so I search an area, ask questions, I conduct an investigation on a strong hit, which is what I got. You discover something helpful and specific. The path you must follow or an action you must take to make progress is made clear. Envision what you learn and take plus two momentum. So once I wake him up and introductions are made, his voice is hoarse and weak. Our, our intentions are explained and our will is convincingly conveyed until he finally stops trying to talk us out of this madness. He shares the following information. One, there is a book in Ravenloft Library, Castle Ravenloft Library, at least it was held there at one time, that might help destroy the Devil Strahd. It is well known from ancient times that Strahd kept meticulous notes on all that he did, everything that he said. Perhaps some weakness of his may be found there. The Burgomaster's holy symbol, the one that was stolen a couple weeks ago, he certainly doesn't have it, 
but he was shown it a number of times, a golden disc with a stylized sun design. It is an ancient thing from distant lands. No one even knows how it came to be this far north. It's possible the Book of History he mentioned will explain such things. He seems a bit fixated on the idea of the thing. Probably the thing he's least enthused about, except for the, st the idea that we're going to storm this monster's castle, is burying the Burgomaster while night is coming on. I'm going to try a fairly gentle compel with heart. I'm going to charm, pacify, banter, just convince him, right? And compel gives me, well, we'll see how the compel works. Let's look at what the compel is. Okay. <clears throat> I like that strong hit. On a strong hit, they'll do what you want and share what they know. Take plus one momentum. If you use this exchange to gather information, make that move now and add plus one. So at this point in time, I should be up at momentum of five thanks to these two rolls. Uh, after burning, I still get a plus two from the gather information, and I get a plus one momentum from the useful compel. The moon's rising, he says. I've never minded the moon, I reply. He eyes the door leading to the churchyard, shaking his head fretfully with his hands trembling. I lay a hand on his shoulder. Don't trouble yourself about this, Brother Donovich, I say. I know the words to say well enough, and I'm sure Irina and Ismark know the way to the family plot. Have you proper tools for the task? I only have a camp shovel. Now, maybe it's the idea that I'm letting him shirk his duty to the village. Maybe it's asking for the tools. Maybe it's just the pity in my eyes, but the firmness comes back into his eyes and his jaw. No, I mean, yes, they're in the caretaker shed, but no, I'll, I'll come with you. Let me get my things. Let it be done correctly and well and bravely for a brave man. So I'm going to call that another milestone on this troublesome vow. <sighs> it occurs to me that getting the gather information from him might have counted towards bearing the Burgomaster, but whatever. It doesn't really matter. I'm up to a six, and it's fine. Um, gathering information... I haven't been very good about ticking some of this stuff, because this gather information about everything, that probably should have ticked something on several quests I have going on toward the castle. I should have learned some things. So, you know, little footnote there. I really should have taken a little bit, uh, a few more advances here that I'm not really giving myself credit for. Most of these skill checks should be giving me some sort of movement forward. In any case, uh, I got my compel. That's another milestone on my troublesome vow. That means I've ticked off six boxes towards completing this quest for burying the Burgomaster. Finally, and quite simply, I'm going to face danger with strength and endurance. So plus iron, because while digging the grave and putting the Burgomaster to rest, you know, it's a big physical effort and I'm, I'm doing all the work. The day is passing, the moon is rising, and things might happen. So let's see how that goes. Okay, facing danger, <clears throat> got a weak hit, face a troublesome cost, choose one. You are delayed, lose advantage, or face a new danger, lose advantage, or face a new danger, suffer minus one momentum. You are tired or hurt, you can endure harm, one harm. You are dispirited or afraid, endure one stress. Um, you sacrifice resources, you suffer minus one supply. I'm going to go with enduring stress. My, my following endure stress role is another weak hit, which effectively does nothing. I soldier on. So here's how this works. Whenever you get hit, whether you take stress or... Uh, a physical hit and we take harm um, you first take the damage and you have a five point track for harm and a five point track for stress you first take the damage and that lowers your number and then you make the move either endure harm or endure stress you can either roll a stat or the actual harm or stress track whichever one is higher so if I've taken a one point hit to my harm my harm is now down at a four I can either, to resist, you know, sort of endure that harm, I can either roll and add four harm, or I can roll and add my iron, which is a two. Obviously, I'm going to roll the harm because it's higher. But as you're 
as your harm gets lower, there's a point at which your stats will protect you better than your harm will. So in this case, what I'm doing is I'm rolling and I'm, I endure stress. I roll and add my four stress. I get a weak hit, which essentially means I take the damage I meant to take, I was going to take, uh, but I, it doesn't. It isn't any worse than I thought it was going to be. It's just stressful. Um, if you roll a strong hit, uh, what it lets you do is you can actually trade a point of momentum for a point of stress. So I can actually, it can be a very temporary thing where you take a little bit of stress and then it, it comes right back at the cost of a little bit of momentum. I didn't end up doing that. So my stress is down by one. That's fine. I just soldier on, feeling a little bit down. Um, here's what happens to cause the stress. As we conclude the burial ceremony, I see something terrible and unexpected. The moon has risen and its light catches the faint outlines of people, an assemblage fading in and out of view at the gates of the graveyard. They seem to be waiting, either calmly or resigned. Donovich sees the direction of my stare, though he does not look himself. They do this every night, murmurs the priest. Almost a hundred souls. They assemble, and then, at midnight, they walk the road that leads to the castle. That's terrible, I mumble. But what is more terrible is that I recognize one of them. So. We talked with the village priest, we buried the burgomaster, which is about when we noticed the ghost gathering at the graveyard gate, and I realized that I know one of them. Specifically, it is the spirit of Reinhardt, my old mentor. Dealing a little bit of Overwatch art for this. So, Brigitte wants to approach Reinhardt. Brigitte also does not want to approach Reinhardt. The first thing I'm going to do is face danger. I think there's a chance I simply can't bear to approach my old mentor. But no, this is interesting and unexpected. I'm not sure what opportunity to open up here, and the oracles are not particularly helpful for me at this time. What's interesting about this, I want to note the little red boxes. This means that I rolled um, absolutely all ones on everything. Both the challenge dice were ones, and so was my action dice. That was a six, plus three for my heart gives me a four, and I get a plus one because Reinhardt uh, is somebody I have a bond with. So even though it's a five, it's still me rolling the lowest possible roll I could get. So I rolled all ones on this. I'll take it. Um, Reinhardt turns as I approach and his vacant waiting expression vanishes, replaced with a broad, albeit a bit sad, smile. I cannot help but return that smile, as always, though my eyes are damp. Reinhardt, uncle, what happened? Okay, so I'm going to try to gather information. I'm not sure how much it can help. I don't even know if the spirit can talk, but... You know, whatever. Well, that's not great. Uh, my godfather's smile immediately falls away. It's worse than before. He's not just waiting, he's vacant. His face is twisted in mourning as he remembers something that no one should have to remember. The moment that they fell. So I need to pay the price here, and I think Reinhardt's spirit is in trouble here because of what I ask him. So I'm going to test our bond because things between us can go badly here. I mean, well, worse. They're already bad. Test your bond is a new one, so let's talk about this one real quick. Uh, when, you're, when your bond is tested through conflict, betrayal, or circumstance, roll plus heart. On a strong hit, this test has strengthened your bond. Choose one. You can either take plus one spirit or plus two momentum. On a weak hit, your bond is fragile and you must prove your loyalty. So let's see what we get here. Whew! Okay. Thank goodness. Uh, no, uncle. I reach out unthinking and my hand passes through his shoulder, but somehow it gets his attention. He turns back to me. He is still sad, but he is not lost. And his hand rises to his chest, to his armor, and he taps the space over his heart. Eyes streaming, I do the same, and I feel renewed. I'm taking the plus one spirit from this exchange because it feels good to have that recover as a result of this. I haven't learned anything, but the bond with my mentor and my godfather is strong. 
Uh, I'm also going to let this be a milestone on my backstory vow to investigate and avenge the free wardens, which fully ticks the first box on on that track. Okay, so obviously I'm going to be following the ghosts up the road at midnight, which is a fantastic idea. Yeah, let's go up to the vampire's castle right at midnight following a crowd of ghosts. That's I don't know what could go wrong there. Um, in the meantime, let's wrap up that vow to bury the Burgomaster. I've got nine progress, so this should be an easy way to get the last XP that I need to uh, get a new asset. Well, son of a bitch. On a miss, your quest is undone. Envision what happens or ask the Oracle and choose one. Uh, you can either recommit, clear all but one of the filled progress boxes, and raise the quest's rank by one if it's not already epic. Alternately, you give up and just forsake the vow. Uh, I went, I'm going to renew this. Oh no, moans Irina, looking over my shoulder as I return to them. Oh, Papa. I turn, following her gaze, and see that the Burgomaster... Limed in silver and sunken-eyed also now stands amongst the restless spirits waiting to walk up to the castle. I will see his spirit at rest, Irina. I promise the woman. I swear it, no matter what it takes. So I clear all but one progress and raise the quest up to dangerous. I'm also going to reword it slightly so that it's more accurate to what's been going on. And it looks like this. Dangerous, one box. Put the Burgomaster's spirit to rest. That kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. It, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but it still sucks. Kind of looking forward to getting that XP. Anyway, um, okay. It's moonrise and it's hours until we depart. I don't really love the idea of hanging out at the Church of the Graveyard for the next four hours looking at the ghosts just milling around. So we're going to do a bit of prep. And that means I am going to use the Sojourn move. When you spend time in a community seeking assistance, roll plus heart. If you share a bond with the community, add plus one. On a strong hit, you and your allies may each choose two from within the categories below. On a weak hit, choose one. If you share a bond, you can choose an additional one. Cool. Well, that's another one on my action dice, but thankfully I got the bond and my heart's good, so... It gives me a decent thing. It'll get me by. With my community bond, I still get two choices off of the list of possible things I can do. So some of your options are you can clear a wounded debility, which is a condition that you have um, if your health has been all the way knocked all the way down to zero. Um, you can get rid of the shaken debility if your spirit is zeroed out. You can get rid of the unequipped debility if your supply has gone down to zero. I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So I don't have to clear conditions, which is nice. So instead I can focus more on recuperation. Um, I can take plus two health for myself or and any of my companions. Um, specifically my companions, that would be like my sidekicks, which I don't have right now. Um, I can consort, which gives me plus two spirit. I can provision, which gives me plus two supply. And I can plan, which gives me plus two momentum. Alternately, I can provide aid um, I can envision what this community needs or what trouble it is facing. If I choose to help, I can swear an iron vow and I get a plus one on the roll to swear an iron vow if I do that as part of the sojourn. So that should get me by. Um, with my community bond, I got the two choices, of course. Um, I'm definitely going to provision to get my supply back up to five. And I'm tempted by plan to give me plus two momentum, but instead I'm going to provide aid and I'm going to make another vow. In this case, I make my way back down to Mad Mary's house, um, knock on the door, and when the sobbing subsides somewhat, I murmur my vow through the door. And that's a 9 against an 8 and a 5, so that's a strong hit on my Swear and Iron Vow. I write down the vow as a dangerous vow, so one step above troublesome, to find Gertruda and get her home. This is pretty good since the strong hit gives me plus 2 momentum, which gets me back up to 9 after burning it on Donovich. 
between that and the resupply, I'm basically maxed out on all my resources and my momentum is at a plus nine as we head out of town towards Straw's Castle. What could go wrong? Why do I even ask questions like that? Um, the climbing moon and the glances of Irina and Ismark eventually get me going despite my reluctance. It's not the fear of the castle that has me dragging my feet, but what I might see among the ghosts, who I might see more far warden. Sadly, my fears prove justified as I see the sad, solemn face of my friend Liqua among the many waiting spirits within the graveyard and sigils of several other far wardens among the lost souls whose faces I don't recognize. Liqua does not raise her hand or acknowledge me. And when the ghosts begin to walk up the road leading to the castle, she simply joins them, her expression resigned and tired. Did you know them? Ismark asked, his expression a mix of confusion and concern watching both me and Irina, whose eyes are on their father's faded form. Yes, I say. Old friends of mine, or family, or both. I clear my throat. But now is not the time for mourning. Do we follow them? Closely, I say. They are no threat to us, and we might learn more of what happened to them. So we follow the spirits, both watching them and trying not to watch those that we know for a few miles winding through the sparser woods toward the base of the nearest mountain peaks it is an eerie experience the ghosts largely take no notice of us most don't even seem to see us but their presence is unnerving and i find myself touching iron often we come somewhat abruptly to a fork in the road and that's where we're going to stop